0: What did you try that wasn't working? What were your trials and tribulations? Those are great things to outline too. Again, to catch the attention of our reader and let them know of like, I really tried it all. I've really been through all of these different things and I know you're probably trying too. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincada, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello and welcome back to another quickie episode of She Leads First, where we know that every conversation holds the opportunity for growth. You guys... A couple days ago on Instagram, I posted a pinned post for myself. I intentionally created it and designed it to be a pinned post that would live on my feed forever, where I introduced myself and shared my backstory, shared how I got into this position that I am now teaching entrepreneurs about their marketing and their business building strategy. And here is what I noticed about that post. So immediately as that post was shared, not only did it get a good amount of likes which I was so you know thankful for and happy for and grateful to see but I noticed that it was getting almost the exact same amount of saves and a suspiciously high number of shares and now the reason why I say that this is suspicious is because well I think I did a beautiful job mocking up the post and it's a post that I'm very proud of it's a carousel it's either a nine or ten slide carousel and it looks really beautiful but What is interesting to think about is all those people are not saving and sharing my introduction story, my origin story of who I am and how I got to be here. They're probably not saving it because they just thought it was such a good story that they want to remember forever. I mean, I would love to think that that's the case, that it was just so inspirational and so unique that people just wanted to remember it forever and that they wanted to share it with their friends. But most likely what that data told me is that people wanted the framework. People wanted to know how to create that post for themselves as well. And so that inspired what we are going to talk about in today's episode here, which is how do you write your origin story? And the reason why this is so important for you to iron out in your business is because this is one of the easiest and fastest ways for you to build authority around your area of expertise. However, I find that most people don't want to share their origin story because they think that for whatever reason, it's not impressive enough. They think that they don't have enough credentials. They think that it's going to make people think, oh, I don't want to work with her instead of, oh, I relate to her and I understand her journey and it makes me understand her and trust her more. Because that is always the reaction that people have when we share stories about who we are with them, right? It makes you feel instantly closer to the person. It makes you feel like you have connection points with the person and there are strategic ways that we can do this but in general that is the magic of storytelling and it's why it's so important to infuse it in your marketing you know, I was speaking to a new client today and I was asking how much her audience is aware of her authority and her backstory. And we uncovered this feeling that I find is so common with entrepreneurs. She's not alone in this feeling. I've talked to so many women now about their brands and almost all of them will say the same thing that they're credentials, or what they are assuming is a lack thereof, feels like this dirty little secret that they can't share with their audience. They feel like they have to show up and put on this presentation of, I'm this really impressive X, Y, and Z coach, and I've had these crazy life experiences in the past, and you don't even ask about them, though, (laughs) because you don't need to know them. Just worry about who I am today. And while we still do want to hold a position of authority when we speak to our audience, that really just comes down from our confidence in what we have to teach and our ability to communicate it clearly. Your audience doesn't need you to have some crazy backstory of experience in order to trust you, but they do need to know the answer to the question, who are you and how did you get here? And I guarantee that there is a way for you to look at your experience that has brought you to where you are now and position it in a way that really does quantify how you gather the expertise. Because the truth of the matter is, if you are here and you are feeling like you want to teach something to your audience, like you want to coach something to the people who are meant to be helped by you, you already are an expert in some way, shape, or form. You've already likely gathered far more data around your area of expertise or your industry than somebody who is just starting out at their journey, but when we're so close to it, it's easy to discount it or discredit it. It's easy to say, well, I don't really know that much. And you forget how much time that you have spent probably pouring into different trainings and how much money you've invested to learn the skills that you have now and how much trial and error you've gone through to get to this place where you can share what you know with other people. And so while it might not look like the shiny accomplishments or the trophies or specific degrees or specific certifications, sometimes it does, But for a lot of coaches, it doesn't, but that doesn't mean that you are not qualified or that you don't have an impressive backstory to share. So with that in mind, let's talk about how you can outline your origin story, because hopefully after my little monologue there, you can understand why this is so important for creating relatability with your audience, but also pointing them in the direction of understanding why you are the best person to teach them what you have to share. Okay, so let's dive into this. There are five components overall that we are going to go through for this story. And this is your origin story. This is how you got to be doing what you are doing now. And the first phase or component that we need to tackle is your backstory. Now, your backstory is centered around your before state. So before you figured out what you know now, before you decided to start this business, what were you doing? And for a lot of people, where this story starts because I know that this is a lot of question, another question that a lot of people have of like, well, how far back do I go, right? Where do I actually begin this story? A great place to begin it or a great rule of thumb for thinking about this is where is your ideal client right now in terms of their knowledge around what you teach? So if they're just getting started, where were you when you were just getting started? What was going on in your world? How did you start to get curious about the things that you now teach? What was life like then? That's a great place for you to dive in. And what you want to think about when you're telling this backstory of like, okay, here's what I, where I was, here's what I was working on. You want to think about what you can relate to with your ideal client on, on what your external desires were. So what were you reaching for at that time? Like maybe you were working working your 9 to 5 but you were having these dreams of leaving that 9 to 5 and stepping into time freedom by owning your own business like that was the external desire but Also think of what were your internal desires too? What was going on internally? What were you saying to yourself? Maybe you were saying something like, I could never make this work though, or how could I ever possibly walk away from a steady paycheck that a nine to five offers and my health insurance and my benefits? So those are examples of like the internal desires of the fear, right? How could I walk away from this? Can I really do this? Is this a stupid decision? External and internal, we want to think about those two things here because that is going to create relatability with our ideal clients. They're going to be able to say, oh, I'm there too. She gets me. She understands what I'm going through and what I'm thinking about. And then the last piece that you can think about in your backstory here in terms of or after we think about where you are, what your desires were, so what you were reaching for, what you wanted more of in terms of external desires and your internal desires is what were you trying before to get the results that you now have and that you teach other people how to have? So what did you try that wasn't working? What were your trials and tribulations? Those are great things to outline too. Again, to catch the attention of our reader and let them know of like, I really tried it all. I've really been through all of these different things and I know you're probably trying too. And so that's where we want to start with the backstory. What were you doing? You started at a similar point to where your ideal client is now. What desires did you have, both external and internal? And what were you trying before that didn't work? The next phase or component of your origin story is what I like to think of as your aha moment. So, you probably had a little bit of a breaking point. Most of us did. All of us did. That's how we got to where we are now, where you were like, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. Or maybe it was more in the, the form of a epiphany of like, there could be a better way to do this. But we want to think about what happened. What was the event that made you start to think that something needed to shift? Maybe you didn't know what was going to shift yet, but maybe something came into your life that changed the way that you were thinking about things. So what was that moment for you? I'll share for me in my journey, this was the moment when I was working at a nine to five. So the backstory was I was working for an entrepreneurial coaching brand, very similar to what I do today, but they were doing it on a much larger scale at the time, a very well-established brand. And I was working for them and I was working behind the scenes on their marketing. And at this point, I did want to be an entrepreneur. I did want to step out and teach what I already was learning and using. But my internal desire was just like I mentioned in my example before of like, could you really do this though? Are you good enough at this to do this on your own? Do you need this other brand to be successful? I wasn't sure. And I had tried entrepreneurship before in different coaching modalities. I used to be a personal trainer and for a while I thought I was going to be a health coach, but none of it really stuck. So I had all these old feelings of like, oh, what if it doesn't work again? What if you find yourself back in the same spot? So that's my backstory. My aha moment came when I was working for this company and I was going through and doing some reviews of the clients we were working with and I was noticing their marketing because I had to pull up every single person that we were working with their profiles on Instagram and I was sorting through and I just had this moment, this breakthrough where I was like, everybody needs help with their marketing. Some of these are really fantastic entrepreneurs that I'm looking up their pages on and their marketing is terrible. Their communication is not clear. And I started to have this moment where I was like, I know enough that I can pinpoint what's going on here and what needs to shift. Maybe there's something here. And so that was my sort of breaking point, if you will, where I realized there was something there. There was something that could shift. It's the shifting point. So that's phase two is what was that aha moment for you? Phase three, what did you create after that aha moment? Or what did you do differently? so what came from that for some of you this will be your business right you stepped into your business for me that's exactly what i did i was like you know what okay we're gonna leave this job we're gonna go and we're gonna start a new business we're gonna create this new opportunity for ourselves to work with entrepreneurs i made a shift so if phase two is the sort of breaking point slash aha moment Phase three is what you decided to do next. And that is going to be stepping into your business. So I'll just give you that one. Spoiler alert, you created a business. That's why you are here. Phase four, then, we have to go into, well, what is the strategy that you created? So you have this new business. How is it serving people differently? And so you want to think, how do I get people now to results? How do I get people now to what I knew was possible for them, but they weren't able to get to on their own because it didn't exist yet? Until I came to market and I said, this is how you do things. Here's how we're going to make this business run and get you change. And so, for example, in my world, my framework is actually that I give people marketing frameworks. Just like we're doing right now, I come in, I help you clean up your messaging by giving you a strategy to follow, giving you a framework to follow to clarify and organize your business. It helps you organize your messaging, it helps you create offers, and it helps you scale your business. So, my strategy that came along with this new opportunity, new business, is the ability to package up your marketing messaging into clear messaging frameworks, clear marketing frameworks, offer frameworks, and selling frameworks. So what is yours? What did you create? What's the strategy that you've developed to get you where you want to go, both you and your clients, really? And then finally, phase five, the last component of our origin story is what were the results? And so this could be, and I should clarify here, when we're talking about you know, what's happening and what's going on, it might be that you applied this new opportunity to yourself first before you created the business. So that's one take we can have on the origin story as well. But we want to think of like, okay, so I created this new opportunity. I created my strategies and my frameworks. What does this lead to? What results has this led to? That's phase five. What are the achievements and the transformations? And so here's where you can highlight your own accomplishments, what's happened. You can highlight how you've transformed, how those internal desires that you used to have and used to say to yourself and the worries that came along with those desires, how those have dissolved You want to really paint the picture of what's going on in life now, and that can be including the results that you've gotten for clients. How many clients have you served? What have they gone on to do with their lives? But this is the origin story of you bringing your business to market. So to summarize that all up, the first phase was your backstory. Where were you before you had your business idea? What were you doing? What was going on? What were you longing for and dreaming of? What were you trying that wasn't working? Then we move into phase two, which is your aha moment. This is where you got that call, that feeling of what if, what if I created something else, something happened to give you this aha moment or this breakthrough where you were like, there's got to be something better here, or I can do this, but I can do it better. And then you created a new opportunity out of that. You created a new business. You created something that you can offer people that is different than what they've been trying before that you saw that wasn't working. So again, in my story, I saw that these entrepreneurs didn't have a structure for their marketing that was working. So I stepped in and I created one. I stepped in and I was like, here, I've got a better way. That was my new opportunity. That was my business presentation. And then as I'm presenting that new opportunity and as you are in your business, you have to come up with a framework. Every business has a framework that it operates off of, especially in the coaching world. You have a strategy. You have a process for getting people results. What is that strategy? What is that strategy? And I promise if you zoom out far enough, if you don't know yours right now, you will figure it out. You've got to find the patterns. And if you need a little bit more help on this one, go and listen to the very first episode of this podcast because this is what I introduced us with, is how to develop your own frameworks for your business. So that's step four or phase four of your origin story is outlining, well, what is my strategy or what is my framework for getting people results? And then finally going into the achievements and the transformation. So what has this new opportunity, new business led to in your life, in your clients' lives, and in how you feel now compared to that very first component of the story in your backstory? So this is the framework that I followed in that Pinned post of mine that I made earlier this week that so many people saved. Again, I would love to think that it was just because my story was so impressive, but really, I know it's because people crave that kind of simplicity and clarity around how to present their marketing. It's the whole reason I'm in this business, right? I just gave you my backstory of how and why I got here. And so I want you to take this and I want you to really practice this and I want you to put pen to paper and outline this because as I gave you in the beginning of this episode it's so important that your audience knows your backstory and it's so easy unfortunately for us to forget to share it so your origin story should be used as many times as you can find opportunities to work it in because saying it once and not saying it again is not enough for it to stick in people's brains say it in your trainings put it on your sales pages Find ways to work it into your story highlights and your pin post, work it into captions of your posts, remind people of where you started and where you are now. All of this is so important for letting people see themselves in the transformation that you've had in how you got here, understand why this business exists, why you are so passionate about it. And it's gonna make them feel closer to you and be make it so much easier for them to see you as their go-to coach, especially when they can see themselves reflected in the backstory the the first portion of your origin story. So take this framework, run with it, create your own pin posts, and I cannot wait to see what you create. And I'll see you in the next episode.